relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. On today's show, rocking your retirement. What does retirement mean to you? We're encouraging you to think about what life after work really looks like. And we're even enlisting a little help from the greatest names in rock and roll. How to make sure your retirement isn't out of tune. That's on today's Get Ready for the Future show. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. All across the state of Arkansas, we welcome you into another edition of the Get Ready for the Future show. Glad to have you along. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. And now Christmas season is in full swing. And we are ready to talk a little rock and roll today. That's right. A rock retirement. What's rock and roll got to do with your retirement. We're going to draw a few parallels and hopefully encourage you today uh, to dream big and think about what life after work really looks like for you and then build a plan around that. My name is Scott Inman. Marcus Osorio is to my left. Good morning to you. Good morning. You good have a good morning, Thanksgiving Scott. too. Oh, it's fantastic. And yeah. then, yeah, spend some time putting up the Christmas tree. We're rocking out to some Christmas jams. Yeah. <laughs> some rock and roll Christmas music as well. John Shrewsbury to my right. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Did you have a good Thanksgiving as well? I, I did. I did. Yeah. Watched plenty of football. You did. I did that too. Yeah. yeah I, I watched, uh, I went to the Arkansas game. Uh, saw Auburn uh, Hornswoggle, Alabama. Uh, unfair. That, yeah, Hornswoggle. So unfair. That's a new one. <laughs> yeah, that's what Saban said was unfair. Yeah. But I thought it was kind of creative on, on uh, Gus's yeah. part. Too. I think it was misconstrued. I think he meant the officials were unfair in not letting them have time to replace or to respond to that formation. I don't think he was saying Auburn was playing unfair, but well, that's, that's just my take on it. But anyway, <laughs> enough about football. I did watch right a lot of that. And good morning to you, Janet. Good morning. Did you have a good Thanksgiving, too? I, I did. I, I got some. We have Thanksgiving in the dining room, and we have Christmas in the rest of the house. And so mm-hmm. I, I got uh, Christmas presents wrapped. And Did you really? Yeah. Wow. We're, we're ready to roll. Efficient. Yeah. 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 That comparison mentality is creeping in on me already. Oh, gosh. <laughs> don't, I, just don't. Yes. You are where you are, and that's okay. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's the subject of today's show, right? Kind of. It's rock retirement. So rock and roll comparisons to retirement. So we're going to set up the show with the reverse end of that spectrum because we know most of the folks that we deal with, we're going to be looking at late 50s at a best case scenario, probably more into your 60s. That's the age, the common age that people have developed a plan, created a retirement plan, and feel comfortable moving into life after work, right? The paychecks stop. You've got to live a long time without them. You have to have your assets set up to distribute income to you, a sufficient income that doesn't run out. Well, I was actually reading over the weekend uh, an article about a couple that retired in their 30s. Obviously, the title of that got my attention. A couple retires in their 30s. Wouldn't we all love to do that, right? And actually, I thought about it. I wouldn't because I kind of like what I do. I I don't want to walk away and do nothing for, I don't know, 60 years, right? (laughs) But is this couple going to make it is what I wanted to look at it from a financial advisor perspective. So here are the details. Here are the numbers surrounding this couple. So they, out of school, made about $40,000 a year in income between the two of them. They do have three kids now, by the way. Ten years later, at the peak of their income earning, they were at 130000 They said they've consistently saved half of their income. So one check went into savings and one they lived on. They always had a small mortgage. I'm assuming their mortgage is gone now. They never had a car payment. They've eliminated the debt, which is always vital to walking into retirement. They've obviously done this during a bull market because if you look at the last 10 years, and I don't know if they retired yesterday or if it's been a couple of years, but they have accumulated, the article said, $1.3 million. That's a terrific run. Congratulations to Mm -hmm. them. Over the last 10 years, $1.3 million. They said in the article that they are living on $40,000 a year. Okay. Now, they've got to live on that. Plus, you've got to deal with inflation over the next 
50 to 60 years. And, you know, Mark, you brought up a good point. They won't have any Social Security if they backed out in 10 years, too. Well, that's right. If you're retiring at 30, then you're eliminating a lot of working years mm-hmm. uh, that will go down in your record. And may not have uh, achieved the 40 quarters that, yeah. that Social Security looks for to have even a benefit. And obviously, mm-hmm. if they even do qualify for a benefit, it's going to be a pretty skinny benefit. Yeah. So that sounds like a rock and roll retirement, right? Actually, I mean, that sounds like an acoustic set on a <laughs> on a stool in a nice little <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. bar or something. Well, as I'm, opposed I mean, to the full blown concert. Yeah, know? I meant from from the outside looking in. Yes. It looks like a, a full blown rock and roll retirement. I go out and make a lot of money, save a lot of money, and I'm done in ten years. Right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's what a rock star yes. would do, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. But then you got the the reality of is that plan going to work? And that's where it really starts to look more like a, a bad American Idol audition. Well, yeah, th- I think that's a pretty good analogy. What you've got here, the withdrawal rate that they're using right now is about three percent of the one point three million dollars, and that's all well and good until it's not. Mm -hmm. And Scott, you pointed out that they've accumulated this during a bull market. Mm -hmm. Well, as we've said so many times, bulls and bears take turns. So what is the 1.3 million going to look like when the market turns the other direction? And we know it will. It's just a question of when and how much. And then the question is, how have they allocated these assets? And are they bucketizing? As we say, we've created a new word at Gen Wealth. Are they bucketizing those assets so that they're not withdrawing from the entire pool? Because what you get into, not to get too technical here, but what you get into is an incredible sequence of return risk mm-hmm. that they are facing here. Because if they walk into retirement and early in their retirement, they're faced with a bear market, which is pretty likely to happen in the next few years. Mm-hmm. Then what happens and what you're going to see is a significant depletion of those assets where either their 40000 is now a much larger percentage of withdrawal than the 3% that it currently is, or they're going to have to stick with 3% and it's much less than 40000 a year. Either way, they're running a very big risk here. I mean, they're, they're 30 years out from Medicare. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I think that if you think about the three big risks and the things that that you know these just get magnified anytime you retire, even five or ten years early. When, but when you're talking about retiring in your 30s mm-hmm. as opposed to your 50s or 60s, then the magnification is just immense. And the big deal in my mind is inflation. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. think about forty thousand dollars a year, okay, maybe you can get by on forty thousand dollars a year. But what's that forty thousand dollars going to be worth ten years down the road when they're in their 40s and And now $40,000 won't buy what $40,000 did when they were in their 30s. That's a real problem with that type of retirement. And I know this is a really popular idea right now. It's called the FIRE movement, uh, Financial Independence Retire Early. Mm -hmm. But I think it's much more of of an idealistic thought than it is a reality that people could actually, uh, you know, glom onto and and actually say that they could retire at that point. And I'll say, we we don't know what their full plan is. There are times I've talked talked about so many times that I feel like life is built backwards. In other words, the time that I need to be home with my kids is right now. When they're teenagers, they need more time with parents to guide them than than what they're going to need when I reach retirement age. They're not going to need me at that point. So I feel like I need the time now, but I got to go to work now. And so life in a certain way is backwards. So if they're planning on doing this while they raise their kids and then going back to work, kudos to them. That's fabulous. But if this is, we'll just say till death do us part, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm concerned for them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would definitely want to have that question answered, right? Yeah. So what is there a backup plan? Mm-hmm. But I think a couple of takeaways that I think are really good from that article is just one, kudos to them for being able to save Absolutely. that yeah, much. Yeah, it's right? awesome. Like that is uh, anytime. It's huge. Anyone can do that. Yeah, exactly. It's huge. Um, and yeah, the other part is being able to have all those different ducks in a row to be able to pay off debt early. Uh, I mean, it, it's definitely commendable. It takes a lot of planning, and that's one thing that we can definitely advocate on this show is right. that planning is central to everything that you're going to do from a financial standpoint because you just can't grow your way uh, out of a, of a bad situation. If you have debt, you know your growth is not going to overcome your debt. So if it's not retiring in your 30s, what does a true rock retirement look like? We're going to take our lesson from some older bands, let's say, like the Rolling Stones, who are out there actually touring as recently as this summer. What does rock retirement really look like, and what does it look like for you? That's the subject of today's Get Ready for the Future show, and we will roll on with more of that after this. Want to know what goes on in the studio? 
during this break? Go subscribe to the Gen Wealth Financial Advisors YouTube channel and get all the straight talk on retirement, investments, and your money. This is Scott Inman. At GenWell Financial Advisors, we understand that there should be more to retirement than just the size of your nest egg. Whether it's more time for family, a fresh start, or just stopping and enjoying life, whatever it is for you, we know that your retirement should be more. With offices across Central Arkansas, there is a GenWealth location nearby. Call 501-653-7355 or visit us online to schedule an appointment and harness the power of more. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. Well, Janet Walker is joining us on the fastest four minutes in investing today. And uh, Janet, uh, you're not Scott Inman, but... Uh, no, much shorter than much Scott Inman. Sh- shorter, <laughs> but uh, you have a lot of information on the markets these days. Yeah, uh, we've got some information from Ryan Dietrich. And who knew that Newton's laws of motion had anything to do with investing and the markets and everything? But I love what Ryan Dietrich says right now. He, and this is a quote from him. He says, technical analysis is based on the idea that a market in motion may stay in motion. There's your Newton Laws of Motion. And six of the last times, Ryan goes on to say, the index gained more than 20%. The following year saw double-digit gains. So, John, what we're really looking at here, you know, everybody just continues to say, as they have said for years, we're at an all-time high. It's got to end soon. Well, yes, we're at an all-time high, but six out of seven times when we've had a gain of more than 20%, the following year has also had a double-digit gain. So hang on, this ride may not be over yet. You're right. And as Burt White with uh, LPL Research uh, commonly says, markets don't die of old age. They die of excesses, and we just don't see any excesses in the market right now. And so our outlook for 2020 is actually pretty positive on the equity side. But I will tell you that the equity situation is kind of like the prettiest house on a bad street, Janet. There's not a lot of momentum in bonds or in real estate right now. So those are the big three, stocks, bonds, and real estate. And money is going to go where it gets a return, and equities right now are giving the return. That's absolutely right. Um, I'll tell you something we've been discussing in client meetings recently. We've had a lot of people who've expressed concern about the presidential election coming up and all the volatility that comes from, you know, either side debating with the other about all the issues, and the market kind of goes nuts. And so those who are approaching retirement are really concerned about where where the market is going to be. Let me just tell you what we have seen historically is that leading up to a presidential election, the market kind of goes nuts, but afterwards, it goes up almost every time. Doesn't matter if it's a Republican or a Democrat who gets chosen. The market wants to know, so to speak, who it's going to dance with for the next four years. Right. They so, want resolution. Yeah. They, certainty. You know, obviously, elections are uncertainty because you don't right. know who's going to win in most cases. So once that uncertainty is set aside, then markets tend to go, oh, okay, we can live with this going forward. There's a there's almost a practicality that takes over and goes, all right, so you know, let's let's move forward. At least we know who we're dancing with, right? Right. Now. So as you're looking into next year, we do expect volatility to continue because, you know, it's it we've said for a while it's here to stay anyway, but then when you add in the presidential election, it's certainly going to be here. But again, when you go back to those fundamentals, you know, take the volatility ride if we still feel like the fundamentals point toward an up market. So when uh, volatility is not something that you want to be dealing with, it's when you're very close to retirement with the money that you're going to use in the next five to 10 years. You don't need that money exposed to the market. But if you've got some long-term money, and even if you're close to retirement, you should have some long-term money because you're looking at using money over into your 70s and 80s. That money might be something that you might want to look at an equity exposure on. But you want to play it safe on that short term money as you head into the market. One other thing about this market, we're seeing small caps kind of joining the party here. And also we're seeing some participation from areas that we haven't seen participation in places like Canada, 
India, Brazil, and Switzerland are all kind of joining the party of equities as we move into 2020. Look for the equity markets to be the leader as we go forward. That is the fastest four minutes in investing. Uh, as the Get Ready for the Future show continues on radio and on social media, we'll be back with you in just a moment. Are you following us on social media? Search for Gen Wealth on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Gen Wealth FA so you don't miss out on behind the scenes photos, money tips, and informational videos. The Get Ready for the Future show will be back after this. Did you know there are a ton of financial resources on GetReadyForTheFuture.com? No? Well, bookmark that page for later because the Get Ready for the Future show is back. Talking about rock tirements and what parallels we can draw between rock and roll legends like the Rolling Stones and your retirement. I do want to mention while you heard there about the resources available for you at GetReadyForTheFuture.com, I want to mention something else you can find there. We are embarking on some brand new Gen Wealth Academy workshops in the new year. When 2020 arrives, mark your calendars for January 23rd and January 28th. Two opportunities to attend a multi-pronged Gen Wealth Academy workshop, we'll say. It's called <laughs> Fortifying Your Finances. It'll be at Mike's Place in Conway on the 23rd of January. 6.30 is the start time. And it's also at 6.30 on January 28th at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock. So what Fortifying Your Finances is all about, and when we say three-pronged, we're going to have uh, the FBI involved in this Gen Wealth Academy workshop in a good way. Just They're, the facts, man. Just, just the, the facts. facts. They're going to be talking about <laughs> identity theft and how to protect uh, from identity fraud. And Stephanie Smith, who we've uh, talked about and had on our broadcast many, many times. She's a member of the Gen Wealth team, but prior to that was a 27-year veteran of the Social Security Administration, and she's going to be talking about Social Security and how important that is and the decisions around it when you're getting close to retirement. And then John and Janet will be talking a little bit about the overall plan and how we build it and some things you should consider uh, when building your own retirement income plan. So three facets of fortifying your finances and they're on january 23rd and january 28th in conway and little rock respectively they are free to attend as always we haven't changed that moving into the new year at all you can register by going to get ready for the future.com forward slash events so we're talking about rock tirement today and and we mentioned the the pie in the sky version of that is if you're really a rock star, you could be done in your 30s. But is that really reality for most people? No. And it's not reality for a lot of uh, rock and roll bands and artists who continue to be out there night after night on stage. You think about Mick Jagger, the lead singer of the Rolling Stones. What's he, 76 years old now? Yeah, it's mm -hmm. kind of disturbing to think about yeah. Mick being 76. <laughs> there is that too. But this past yeah. summer, they were back on the road for the No Filter Tour. And the tour's sole sponsor, I think this is great, was the Alliance for Lifetime Income. Which is which is <laughs> basically uh, an, a, a conglomeration of annuity companies that, yeah. uh, who are talking about lifetime income, which is one of the facets or one of the things that annuities can provide. So they knew their target audience Absolutely. when they were sponsoring the Rolling Stones tour, right? Well, and you know, you and I had the opportunity to go see the the supposed last tour of Kiss. Yes, uh, when they came to uh, to the arena here in in Central Arkansas, and uh, you know, I, I looked at Gene Simmons up there, who I've always admired his business acumen. Uh, obviously, he has taken this idea of a bunch of guys in makeup, you know, doing crazy stuff on stage and made a multi-million dollar business out of it over the years. But I'm looking at him now in his 70s and still doing the stunts, still doing the things that, that he does. And I'm like, hmm. I wonder how long I could go in, you know, still fill an arena, if you will, in, in a in a proverbial way. So all you have to do is be mentally capable of still carrying on a conversation with clients and, right. and planning yeah. their case, that type of thing. Yeah, you don't have to be in shape physically. No but, makeup but, involved. But yeah, right? I, I just can't imagine being that active for that long, yeah. just straight. No 
I'm gonna need to, you know, Grandpa's got to take a seat over here for a little bit. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I can't imagine. Yeah. I just, you know, how do you go out on stage at seventy and blow fire and and yeah. spit blood and all the things that Gene does? I, it's just kind of amazing. But at any rate, you know, they they've redefined this whole uh, thing of of retirement. They're like, you know, uh, why why retire? Because you can still fill arenas. And yeah. and you know, there are a lot of people that are like that in their life, Scott, because they're like, why do I want to retire while I'm still actually making an impact and doing the things that, that I do as far as my life is concerned, why do I want to pull back from that? Well, the joke is that they go on their last tour, their retirement tour, and everybody says, well, they're going to do that until they come back and need more money and they'll have yeah. another retirement <laughs> tour. But think about it. That's their retirement plan. Yeah. That, when they say their retirement tour, it means that's what we're going to do in retirement and that's their retirement income plan. So hey, kudos to them for doing that. But I think it's a, it, it is a great parallel to the way retirement is defined or being changed in its definition than what it used to be. You know, we talked about a couple of shows a couple of weeks ago about the concept of retirement being a relatively new idea in human society. For the most part, for most of human history, you just worked yeah. until you died and hopefully had family members to take care of you. You're absolutely yeah. right. But now, you know, it's it's you're almost just odd man out if you're still working at 70, much less anything mm -hmm. beyond that. Um, you know, Social Security maxes out when you hit 70. Obviously, they're going to calculate in additional earnings if you continue to work. But other than that, it's, it's maxing out at 70. And so a lot of people are, you know, retiring anyway, regardless of whether or not they're capable of continuing to work. I, I think where you've got to get with this is there's not a right or wrong answer about when you retire. When is it right for you? And you obviously have to answer the question financially, and that's why we expressed concern about this fire movement, this couple that was retiring in their 30s. We have concern about financially whether that would work long term or not for them. So you've got to answer that question, but then you're just what you what you find great pleasure in doing. And if there is purpose in the work that you're doing, maybe you keep working for a paycheck, but maybe you change and go, you know what, I don't have to work for a check anymore. I'll let my retirement fund that, but I'm going to do something for a purpose. And you do something entirely different with your time then. You know, the cliche, I guess, with the rock stars would be that they they drank and snorted and, and spent money on women or whatever the case may be. And now they're having to go out and work because they yeah. didn't save any money way back when. But, you know, I think if you lift the hood and, and look in reality, a lot of these guys are, are mega rich and they're mm -hmm. doing it because they're passionate about. They enjoy what, it. They, they enjoy it. That's what they do. They get their high off of, you know, the, the fans and, and, you know, the, the travel and all of that type of thing. And so, you know, I think the the point that we want to make with this is that you're really the master of your own destiny when it comes to your retirement. You've got to think about the fact that, you know, if you're in your 40s right now, what you do today will affect, you know, the shots that you can call when you get older. And you may have to to keep that that uh, that last tour, if you will, keep going uh, so you can support the family or whatever the case may be. But you could master your destiny and say, okay, I'm done. I don't have to do this. I'll do it if I want to, but I don't have to do it because I've been able to save and invest money in a proper way. I go back to that acronym we shared, FIRE. And the first part of that, I think, Mark, we're still honing in on here. Financial independence is what we're talking about. It's to be able to retire on your own terms rather than when you're just exhausted at the end of your work life. Exactly. And I think that that's one of the things that uh, we have in common with the whole raw retirement uh, mentality is that you know it's not just appealing to the modern day retiring baby boomer, but it's also something that is obviously appealing to the younger generation you know, mm -hmm. in, in looking for that, you know, what my passion is right now, right in my 30s. Mm -hmm. These guys, uh, the Rolling Stones, you know, they're not the only ones, uh, obviously, that they're still rocking out there. And, you know, if you just take a look at the top 10 grossing tours ever, you know, over uh, seven out of 10 of those you know, are um, people that are in their 50s or older, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you just see that these guys just have a passion for mm -hmm. what they do. And they are, they've redefined, right, what retirement looks like for a lot of folks. And I think that's what keeps driving the crowds is that they represent a movement. Well, you know, I, I remember about a year or so ago, uh, I took my daughter to see Journey 
and Def Leppard at, at the arena here. Oh. Now, both of those are great 80s, 80s rock bands, great shows and everything, but they're, they're still out there grinding it out and filling arenas doing it. So they still have that longevity going on. And you have to ask yourself, okay, can you do that? Is that something that, that you would want to do in your world, in your uh, arena, if you will, of work? It, would you still want to be out there making it happen and, and doing it? Or do you want to begin to save and invest a lot of money to uh, be able to maybe just do a cameo appearance every once in a while yeah. and, and do some things that, that you love to do as opposed to the things you have to do? It's planning for another stage of life rather than, again, reaching the end of your rope and just saying, I can't do it anymore. You know, you think about, we say it on this show often, you can't retire from something, you have to retire to something. And that's that's really what we're trying to encourage you to do today. And really, I think, Janet, this applies to whatever age you are. I mean, yeah. Mark said it appeals to his generation, appeals to our generation. Sure. Or even if you're just a few months away from really pulling the trigger, it is time to start thinking about what that looks like and shaping it and putting a value on it. You know, that's something that is is built into our mission statement and has been from day one, that what we do is about helping people fulfill their God-given financial purpose. And, and we believe that as long as there's oxygen in your lungs, you still have a purpose for being here. Now, that purpose may change over the years. It does for most people. But what is your purpose after you stop working for a paycheck? And if you know what that is and you're able to to follow that path, your retirement's going to be much more enjoyable for you. I talk to guys all the time about finding a purpose after they, they leave work because work is so incredibly uh, uh, part of the DNA of yeah. a man. And, and they just identify identify with their work. If you say, well, what does that guy do? You know, it's the first thing that, that you ask about a person that you've just met. Well, what do you do? You know, and the, and the key is that you've got to have some stimulation from an intellectual standpoint. You've got to keep your brain active. You've got to be able to engage with people. There are all those innate desires that, that humans have uh, to be able to do stuff like that. But the key is to actually find where and when you want to do that. Maybe you've enabled yourself uh, to call the shots with the, the amount of money that you've been able to save. Maybe you have to keep doing something, but either way, you've got to kind of continue the, to exist as a human, yeah. uh, even though you may retire. I always get a little bit of this over holiday times, holiday seasons. You know, you just talked about earlier in the show how much time you spent watching football. Mm -hmm. Spent a lot of time over the last two or three days sitting on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> and you realize, I don't want to do that for 30 no. years, right? That I mean, enough. And, and I don't think anybody wants to do that for 30 years, but some people feel like they have to because they haven't saved or they don't think they've saved. Or more importantly, guys, they don't have a plan. They don't understand yeah. what they could take out from their assets. It comes back to a retirement income plan. It does. And and that plan doesn't start when you're 55. That yeah. plan has to start way back in the early days. And, and that may be discouraging to folks that didn't start. But wherever you are right now, just go ahead and start. Whatever mm -hmm. you're needing to do, just go ahead and get going because you can't go back and, and rewind the past. You know, I'm sure that if you could uh, talk to a lot of rock stars and say, if you had to do this over again, if you could do this over again, would you do it differently? And I'm sure a lot of them would. A lot of them would probably make different decisions. I think back to the to the old days of, of old rock and roll stars that were out there grinding it out, making millions of dollars, but not seeing any of it because they had bad management. You've got to have mm -hmm. the right management of your finances to get down the road. We're going to talk a little bit in the next segment about building that plan. What are some things to consider now as you try to put a value or monetize your retirement dream. Get off the crazy train and onto a more dependable track with the Gen Wealth team. All aboard the Get Ready for the Future show after the break. Want more straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Listen to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Hey, rocking your retirement requires building a plan. And we're going to talk about that in this segment in the Get Ready for the Future show. It's all part of the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. And I would encourage you as you slow down for the holidays and have some time to really think about where you are and where you're going when it comes to your financial future, think about giving a Gen Wealth advisor a call and setting up a first free appointment. Two hours of your time will ask you to. 
Uh, bring a few documents with you. Have a conversation. doesn't cost you anything to sit down with a Gen Wealth Advisor. And you can reach out by one of two ways. You can call us at 501-653-7355. Again, that number is 501-653-7355. That's our main office number in Bryant. But we have locations in West Little Rock, Hot Springs, El Dorado, uh, Bossier City, Louisiana, and, of course, Bryant. And you can also email us. Just send it to info at getreadyforthefuture.com, or I would even say there's an easy button on the homepage of getreadyforthefuture.com. You can just punch the or push, click on the schedule and appointment. <laughs> don't now, punch it. If, well, don't you can push it if it's touchscreen, yeah. right? Don't punch it. But you can push it if it's touchscreen. You can click on it if you're on your laptop and schedule an appointment now with a Gen Wealth advisor. Begin the process of planning your your rock retirement as we talk about the the comparisons between rock and rollers and uh, your retirement. And John, you you had a you had a great jumping off point, I think, for this segment at the end of last at the end of the last segment, and that was talking about the need for a good manager. You know, you think about uh, and Mark. I guess we could start with you on this too, because you were you brought up the the idea of how many of these long term rock and roll bands like the Rolling Stones and Kiss they had a great manager. There are obviously a lot of bands that didn't. Absolutely. And the thing is, you have to be good at also managing the business, right? Because if the numbers don't add up, I mean, it's just going to be a matter of time before you're left without a job and without any more gigs. And uh, so I know, you know, many of my friends uh, and people uh, close to me that you know, would go off to, to Nashville and, you know, try to, to make big things happen. Uh, but in the end, you know, the lack of lack of management, lack of business acumen, you know, but uh, obviously the, the uh, bands that we still hear of now are bands that uh, that honed in their skill and then were able to either know or partner with someone who then was able to uh, manage things on the back end as far as far as the business goes. That's a great point, John. When you think about these guys may be very talented musically. They, they may know mm-hmm. everything there is to know about the notes, composing a great song, lyrics. But if they don't understand the business side, if they don't understand the inner workings of the music industry, they they still may likely end up failing. It is all about having a trusted advisor. One of the most famous stories about rock and roll in this regard is the the story of Grand Funk Railroad. Uh, Mark may not ha- even know who uh, I'm talking about. <laughs> That's a no. But, but Grand Funk Railroad was probably in the 70s, one of the hottest bands that ever came out. They, they were filling stadiums literally before stadium shows were even a big deal because they just couldn't fit everybody that wanted to see them in the arenas. And so, you know, when when We're an American Band was out, they were playing these huge stadium shows. You know how much they were making per week? Because of bad management, we're saying? $300 because wow. of, of untrustworthy <laughs> management. Now, that was a lot more back then, but not that much more. Yeah, yeah. $300 a week because the, the manager had everything in his name. He owned all the rights to mm. the songs. He controlled the ticket sales. He controlled everything because these guys only knew how to do this. Now, obviously, they didn't have to learn how to be a business person. They just needed a trusted advisor. And Janet, being a trusted advisor has been one of the hallmarks of Genwell ever since we started, because that's part of our mission statement is we want to provide wise, knowledgeable counsel through trusted advisors. And trusting your advisor, you've got to have that relationship. You've got to know that that advisor is working in your best interest. Well, and I think also another point to underscore on this is just the importance of having one, period. Yes, it needs to be a trusted advisor, but you've also got the fact that these guys didn't know enough about you know, the the business, so to speak, the business side of it, to know that they were being done wrong and to know that there was something else that they needed to do. You've got to be able to trust the person you're working with, but you've also got to be able to work with a coach in general. And that's that's something we see regularly that and we'll we'll kind of jokingly say it around the office, just because you can make it doesn't mean you can you know what you're doing with retirement. You've made all of this money, yes, but the skill set that was required to accumulate a million dollars or however much it is in your 401k is not at all the same skill set that it takes to prepare for retirement, much less make it through retirement. So you've got to have an advisor to work with you and obviously it needs to be a trusted advisor. 
One of my favorite guitar players, Joe Walsh, says, just because you can write them doesn't mean you can play them. Mm -hmm. And that really does apply to your money and your finances. Just because you can make it doesn't necessarily mean you can manage it and create a retirement income plan for yourself. You've got to have that trusted advisor. So how do you how do you establish trust? Well, first of all, you sit down and talk and you make sure that that you feel comfortable with what's going on. But I think longevity is a big deal. How long has your advisor been doing what he's doing? Meaning, has the company been doing? providing retirement income for folks? Or are they stock traders? If they're stock traders, then it's a hit or miss whether you're going to get a real retirement income plan or not. But folks that have been doing this for a long period of time, people who are in the know about this type of thing can provide that kind of, of uh, trusted advisor relationship that you're looking for. Let's clarify the difference between a stock trader and a planner, because I think that's one of those terms that we just kind of throw around in, in the office all the time, but it's not necessarily a distinction that uh, our audience understands. Can we trade stocks? Yes, we can. And we do that from time to time. Our purpose is in planning. And then if you choose to implement the retirement plan that we've provided for you, if you choose to implement that with us, we can provide all of those services as well. But what, what John's really talking about here with the stock trading is we are not the type of firm, the type of advisors who are going to look for that, you know, one hot pick stock. You know, we're not going to call you up and go, boy, do I have a deal for you today. That is not how we operate. We are long range planners. This is not about, you know, the hot pick of the moment. It is about you making it throughout your retirement and doing so at a, at a comfortable level. It's between it's the difference between chasing a rate of return with too much risk and seeking the outcome that you want. Yes. And we are outcome based, and that's when it comes back to the plan because we're talking about rocking your retirement, and we want you to have that rock and roll retirement. So we're looking for the outcome that you're seeking, and that's different for everybody. And that's why the plan needs to be unique. And, I, and I, going back to that trusted advisor, I think it's important here to point out as well that when we talk about setting up that first appointment with the Gen Wealth Advisor, we're not going to be talking about stocks. We're not going to be talking about any investments. We're going to be talking about you and what you want, that outcome you're seeking, because that's where the plan is going to get built. We say it all the time. There's a tool chest of investments. And Almost every advisor who has all the proper licenses has the access to that entire tool chest, but it's how you use it. You don't want to pull out a wrench and give somebody a wrench when the job calls for a hammer. This is where form outweighs substance, in my estimation, because you've got the, the form of how you're doing this as opposed to the substance of what you're actually investing in. We, we know just as a general principle that equities are a great long-term investment. Uh, emphasize on long term. Mm -hmm. If uh, you have an equity portfolio that you're trying to manage for the short term to try to ge generate short term income, you can really get yourself in a pickle if you're not careful. And I know that there are a lot of people that make their their hallmark in this industry by their so-called equity prowess, their their ability to pick equities. But Janet, that that has the ability to go south in a quick hurry if you're not managing the rest of your retirement income properly. Yeah. I I mean, let's go to 2008. I don't care what equity it was that you were, you know, betting the farm on, you lost. That's all there is to it. Everything was down. And but when you look at what we were doing by segmenting those assets that a client has, go back to the word that we've made up here at Gen Wealth by bucketizing those assets, the buckets that were impacted by the downturn in 2008 were not buckets from which our clients were withdrawing money. So it's okay. They had a decade and a half before they, which we still haven't gotten to, by the way, before they needed to touch those assets that were impacted by the downturn of 2008. So in essence, it didn't matter. They weren't withdrawing from those buckets of money. It's floor and buckets. That's what we're going to talk yeah. about when we talk about building this plan. And, and, and I think uh, on the reverse side of that, you have to have the foundation built first. And when you talk about your retirement dream, and, and that's what we're talking about, rocking your retirement, and you think about what you're going to need first, it has to come in that order. We call it required income. It is setting a foundation that you know is going to arrive on a guaranteed monthly income basis so that you can have the financial freedom, the financial independence 
from the buckets that Janet is talking about. So what is your required income? Well, that's the money, John, that you're going to have to have to pay expenses in retirement. And that goes back to why it's unique for everybody. Some people may actually choose to retire with a mortgage. Most people probably will not want to, but if you can eliminate debt and have all of your debt out of the way, there's still going to be a number assigned to your monthly expenses. Look, the the rock star could not have the show without the lights and the sound and the stage. Those things all get there early. They all get there first. And the the roadies build all that stuff and they get it all ready to go. They could not have the show without that stuff. Now, nobody goes to see the stage. You know, maybe you go a little bit to see the light show or something like that, but nobody goes to see the stage. The stage is just a a vehicle by which everything else operates on. Your foundational income in retirement is the vehicle by which everything else operates on. If you don't have that, then you, you if you're worried about how you're going to pay the electric bill, you're not going to go on vacation. You know, you're not going to have the fun things. You're not going to see the show, if you will. So you've got to have that firm foundation of retirement income. What does that encompass? That encompasses your Social Security because Social Security is an integral part of everything that somebody does for retirement as far as income is concerned. And if you have a pension, it might include that. But most people don't have pensions these days. If you're lucky enough to have a pension, then you really may have a leg up on a lot of things. But let's say that you don't have a pension. Then you've got to look at how you can actually create regular, predictable, dependable income for yourself and your family from some of the assets that you have. And that's where you form that that foundational income. And it's a very simple equation. You just take a, a look at how much money you spend on necessities on a monthly basis then increase that for the taxation that would be necessary if you're pulling that money from pre-tax dollars. And then you've got your number that you need for guaranteed income in retirement. You then juxtapose that with how much Social Security you've got coming in and pension if you have one. And then if there's a gap, if there's a remainder there, then you've got to fill that with the assets that you have in some way. And that's where we go to work at GenWealth to help you learn how the most efficient way to do that is. One of the first steps in the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. That's what John is describing. If you'd like to learn more, you can call 501-653-7355. Again, 501-653-7355. Or just go to getreadyforthefuture.com to schedule your first appointment with a Gen Wealth advisor. We're back with more on Rock Tirement right after this. More wisdom from Arkansas's most listened to financial talk show is just around the corner after the break. Stay tuned. Education-driven. Strategy-based. Team-delivered. That's how we roll on the Get Ready for the Future show, and we're back for more. Helping you rock your retirement on today's Get Ready for the Future show. And speaking of being education-driven, I want to remind you again about our upcoming Gen Wealth Academy workshops. Doing something different in 2020, and there are two opportunities in January for you to learn a multi-pronged Gen Wealth Academy workshop or learn from a multi-pronged Gen Wealth Academy workshop. It's called Fortifying Your Finances. We're going to be talking about identity theft, protecting your identity, uh, particularly moving into your retiring years, social security, and then also building a retirement plan unique to you. January 23rd at 6.30 at Mike's Place in Conway and January 28th at 6.30 at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock. We hope you'll join us. And if you want to register now, you can do that by going to GetReadyForTheFuture.com. Just look for events. Look for the events tab. Free to attend. Dinner provided on both of those occasions. And I think it's going to be well worth your time. There'll be great education offered in that. So we're talking about rocking your retirement today. And I want to throw a trivia question to our audience. Out of the four of us here around the table today, who has the most experience and has worked closest with a rock star? Hmm. It's not me. Probably probably Mark. It's going to be Mark. (laughs) So in a past life, Mm -hmm. you did what? Not so distant life, actually. Yeah, not so, so distant. <laughs> so, yeah, something that not a lot of people know is that I'm actually a musician. So I grew up playing drums and guitar, and I've always had a passion for music. My uncle uh, instilled, kind of instilled that in me from a young age. He's a great uh, pianist and also guitarist, and uh, he leads worship at church. Um, so not something that from a very 
early age uh, we uh, started getting into. And for me, that's just always been there. So growing up, I always looked for an opportunity to keep that in my life. And whenever I went to college, uh, you know, college kids need money, right, to, for gas, for, you know, eating out, for uh, dates, whatever it may be. So uh, I got uh, contacted uh, by a friend uh, who uh, started setting up for concerts at, uh, at, I guess at the time it was Verizon Arena. And uh, let me know, hey, is this something that you're interested in? You know, you can make some uh, extra money on the side on the weekends. And so I decided to go ahead and do that. Uh, my first show setting up was actually one of my favorite bands. Uh, it's the Foo Fighters. And I uh, actually got a few picks uh, and, you know, so a little bit of memorabilia from it. Uh, but what what I immediately learned is that there is so much work that goes into each show. I mean, you have anywhere between you know 30 to 100 people that come in that morning, uh, depending on how big the show is, to start unloading trucks. You know, you can have you know a dozen trucks. Uh, if you're Taylor Swift, you might have over a hundred trucks <laughs> just for that, her costumes. Just, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, her uh, one truck alone for Wardrobe. all different outfits. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and so just unloading all of that, then uh, after that, getting everything set up, you have to have the managers that are saying where everything needs to go, right? That kind of reminds me of our, our uh, kind of bucketizing uh, system that we uh, are there to manage how the money moves, where it needs to go. Uh, then, you know, depending on how, how much the artist is into uh, kind of the, the whole production side of it, you might have them walking around, kind of making sure everything is to their exact specification, right? And I think that uh, kind of ties in a lot to uh, what we tell clients uh, and how we educate them on uh, the kind of the relationship, right? It's do you have the will, skill, and time to do this on your own? Because for that's a big question for a lot of people is, you know, do you have the will? Do you have the skill? You might have both of those, but if you don't have the time, then that right. just becomes a huge burden to you. So that's something that we can always uh, take off of their plate. And so, you know, for, uh, you know, somebody like uh, I set up also for the Red Hot Chili Peppers and they were as hands off as could be. They're just kind of chill. Uh, I was able actually to have lunch with them one time, um, you know, while after we set up everything. Um, and but they were just really relaxed. I really didn't see a whole lot of them besides uh, that lunch. Then you have other people like Brad Paisley. I, I set up for for him one time as well, and he was you know kind of walking around doing his rounds, talking to a lot of people. Uh, just a great guy. Uh, but it's a lot of that, right? And um, so what you want to what we want to do is basically make you the rock star of your retirement, right? To where uh, you know we we do all the prep. Uh, we get all of that set up for you. Then, you know, we can do, I guess, kind of like a sound check, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Scott, you're talking about how that's kind of like our annual review. Yeah. Right. We get we bring uh, clients in to make sure that, hey, they know everything that's going on, uh, when the lights are going to come in, all the different uh, just sound effects or, you know, stage effects, whatever it may be. And where they need to be standing at which points, all of those things are going to get ironed out. Uh, on the front end, I uh, make sure that you're completely comfortable, and then uh, basically just sit back and have that check coming in, uh, because you know, in the end, it's the rock star that that then receives the money, right? And it's it's the show is based around them, so that's uh, that's really I think you know a, a wonderful parallel uh, from kind of my experience with that, uh, and something that that we love to do for our clients. Scott, I think about uh, you know young artists, uh, young in their career, they may be toting their amps in at the club or whatever and setting the stool out there and being sure the light's in the right place and all of that. But when you really hit the big time, you got folks that do that. And that's what GenWealth offers to the retiree is we got folks that'll take care of that because you, Mark's analogy is, is spot on, Janet, because if you're not at the right spot on the stage at the right time, yeah. you know, that, that flash pot that goes off or something like that might, might uh, light you up as opposed to, <laughs> to uh, you know, not... Uh, you know, be the the ah thing right. that people like to see in, in concerts, and so I think that there's a, a great analogy there, and it really goes to what we do because we're really behind the scenes yeah. making your life from a financial standpoint happen. 
Well, and I think about the the parallel, Mark, you talked about. Some artists want to be really involved in it, and many of them do not. They're like, just just right. let me show up for the sound check, and you guys handle the rest of it. That's the way most of our clients are. They, you know, they'll be, okay, I'll come in for my annual review, but you guys just handle it. Call me if you need me. That's the way the majority of our clients are. But there are some who are way more involved, and they want to meet more often than once a year. And that's okay, too. It like it just like it depends on what the artist wants it depends on what the retiree wants if you need to meet more frequently than that we can do that it's a question of what your desires and needs are and you know something that i saw from from that experience was that a lot of it has to do with how much the artist trusts their manager yes. and the production uh, team right because if the artist has complete trust in them, then it's even less time for them to yeah. have to spend out there, right? So it all goes back to you need to have somebody on your side that you trust to do things the way that you want. And that's something we see that changes over the years. You know, when people first come in, they want to meet maybe two or three times a year sometimes. And then they've been with us for a while and it's like we have to drag them in to come <laughs> oh, in yeah. once. They're like, no, I mean, you got it. No problem. I don't need to come in. Mm-hmm. And no, we really have to talk with you, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> So it does transition that trust. And we understand that that trust Mm -hmm. develops over time. It's not something that you walk in and have the first time you meet somebody. We get that. Um, But but our goal is to be that trusted advisor for you as you walk through retirement. Scott, I think it's important to point out that we don't want people to just come in here blindly. We are very much education driven, strategy based and team delivered. Uh, We have a team of people that are going to work with you, but we believe in that element of education. I think you have to have some level of involvement in what you're doing and at least have a tacit understanding of what's going on and why, Uh, because the education part of this is critical to your success. Uh, We don't get any benefit out of you being educated, you get the benefit out of being educated. And that's why we do Gen Wealth Academy workshops. That's why we do spend a lot of time with our clients on the front end so they understand not only what they have, but why they have it. I've had people come in from other advisors and go, I got this, but I don't have any idea why I've got it. And I look at it and go, you know what? I don't have any idea why you got it either. And it just looked like it got plugged in there. But the, the key is that you you plug into the system. There's a system in place that Mark worked in when he was setting up the the stage. There was a a system in place of every show has a layout of how that stage is going to be set up because the star knows that if they walk over here, that there's a ramp over here and that they're, they're not going to walk off the end of the stage or anything like that. You have to know what the plan is and you have to be able to work within that plan. That's the key to a successful retirement as well as working within the plan that you design on the front end. It's about a plan, not a product. The products are just used for the right purpose inside of that plan. And that's what we do. We, We highlighted that in our broadcast today, that we are planners first. We have to know where we're going. We are outcome based. And when it comes to your rock retirement, that's where it starts, building a retirement plan that is unique to you so that you know the when and the where and the how. If you're Struggling with that, trying to decide what does my retirement look like? What what do I want to do in retirement? When do I want to do it? And how much is it going to take on a monthly basis, on an annual basis to get that done? I would encourage you to begin to walk through the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. And Scott, I would just say that that this isn't like you're going to dedicate three weeks of your life to learning about finances and education or anything of that nature. Really, it involves you getting some information together, coming in and sitting down with us, and then beginning a, a slow process of, of accumulation of uh, understanding and knowledge and going through some things, some steps that we want to take with you to help you to secure that retirement that you're looking for and to, to get it nailed down on paper on purpose, as we like to say. Because if it's in writing, you can always go back to it and refer back to it and say, okay, this is why we did what we did. You know, that's really important when you're gone too. And maybe the next generation is going through that notebook. If you've told them, hey, everything we've got, it's all in this notebook. It's in this binder. Here's everything you need to understand. We encourage people to bring their adult children in as well, but it's very important for them to have that 
document to be able to review when they have to make decisions. So here's how to do it. You can pick up the phone and call us, 501-653-7355. We have offices in Little Rock, Bryant, El Dorado, Hot Springs, and Bossier City, Louisiana. Or you can just go to our website, getreadyforthefuture.com, and just click on the Schedule an Appointment Now button. That's it for this week. We'll talk to you again next Saturday. The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 501-653-7355. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors, and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. 